Maya Splaining is the podcast where Maya explains a TV show after having watched only the pilot and finale. She hasn't seen any other episodes and has done zero research. With the help of a special guest spurt, Maya will get to the bottom of your favorite shows. Today, Maya Splaines, Dexter. And welcome to Maya Explaining. I'm Maya, and I'm here with my beautiful, amazing, competent, wise, other th- nice things producer, Adair. <laughs> That's good, right? I'm sorry, I I couldn't think of any other nice things, but you were so many other nice things, and I was like, ah. Uh, so apparently not nice enough things. to come up with some words. I just All don't right. have a very good imagination. Your vernacular is is uh mm, somebody less went to than... college. Indeed I did. Indeed I did. <laughs> well, hi um Maya, it's been a minute um since we've seen each other. We saw each other like last week and we didn't record anything, but like it was really nice seeing you. And you're beautiful really... and wonderful and Speaking of Missoula episodes, because this is a episode in Missoula. This wasn't when the last time you were in Missoula, but it was a time before that. And you got, we had some lovely people sponsor you, which we mentioned in the Parenthood episode. Yes. Once again, thank you to everyone who made these episodes possible. It means and a yeah, lot. Maya, t- tell me about this episode. I had to see, s- what'd you watch? Okay, tell so me all the things. I had a lot of fun with uh, with my friend Crystal. Crystal is a librarian. I for a second, thought you forgot her name. Uh, <laughs> I was like, clearly forgot. not a good friend. Not a good friend. I mean, I've only known her since I was thirteen or fourteen. So you know, it's not like I've known her that long. Just most of my life. Just a couple uh, decades. She she's my my pal that I went on uh, youthful adventures and learned things about myself. Like they could make a a really boring coming of age movie about me. And the one time I went to Boise, Idaho. Woo! Oh man, sister of the traveling potato. <laughs> Episodic, some said. That'd be Mindless, great. said others. <laughs> Why? Said a few. Is this a movie? Said someone. <laughs> <laughs> and much on those lines, you watched Dexter, a show I have watched several seasons of, but I wish I hadn't. Maya, what did you take away from it? Would you continue watching it? High points, low points, scared points. I... Needle points. I did not particularly like this show. I... Noted. Will possibly read because i found out that it's from a book series so i was thinking about reading the uh the first book or maybe getting an audiobook of it and listening to it it's okay. not a good show 
There's well, I re- I recommend at least watching the season where John Lithgow's the the bad guy. I would say that, which is season one, and I know that because no, he's not. It's not season one. It isn't. Oh no, that's the ice no, truck like, man killer. It's like season three that the Trinity Killer comes. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't even know what you're Reed talking about. Because is around for a while. No, I was thinking of the ice truck man. Yeah, no, John killer. Lithgow is really an amazing, amazing. Uh, villain guy and his daughter actually uh we is uh is in gilmore girls the girl who plays his daughter in the show also he does not he does not like dancing in his town i know he does not like dancing in his town or kevin bacon so you know it is it is what it is also he thinks that dead is better or sometimes not all the time he also thinks we're on the third rock from the sun. Yeah. He's also all like, Mary! I don't. I haven't seen that show in a really long time. That's <laughs> all I can yeah. think of. Yeah. That was right, really so good. Maya, so Maya, you enjoyed your experience though? I have no regrets because a lot of people for a really long time have been telling me that I, I would love this show and I should really watch it because I'm into true crime. I'm into murder shows and honestly i like a murder show where the murderer it it just i there's no redemptive arc he doesn't like become a better person per se he just no and it seems like they don't really know what a sociopath is when they write the script. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I get that there it's problematic. There are some good episodes. There are some good seasons. I think you should maybe watch that season. But on that note, I get it. I understand it. Let's move to Oregon and grow beautiful beards and wear flannel. Michael C. Hall, uh, I'm sure he is a very nice guy. I bet... You know, he would bring like Kobe beef burgers to your barbecue. If you see, I love that you you really gauge people on what they would bring to a barbecue. Okay. No, no, which is wagyu, fair. wagyu. Oh, That's yeah, what he would bring. Like crazy expensive ones. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Um, but he would also well, stand over you to make sure that you're cooking them right. Oh yeah, he'd micromanage the shit out of yeah. that. All right, well, Maya, it is, you may not like Dexter, but I sure liked editing this episode, and I think everyone should hear all the fun splaining of Dexter. I agree. Um, And I had a great time recording with Crystal, and I mean, I think, you know, we have a pretty good rapport because we've been friends for so long, and so it was a really good time. We were both very, very ill. Yes. Uh, Like we had uh, really bad uh, chest illnesses. She was uh, using her medical devices to keep her breathing, as was I. But I think we managed it. it. Yeah, it was a really interesting episode to edit. Yeah, we got like 15 minutes of coffee. Yeah, Uh, I'd say there was about five minutes of coughing total. That's that's a lot. I got the episode down to about 40 minutes. I think it started at like 58 or 48 or something like that. So yeah, something like that. Yeah. Great job. You're, Thanks. You are truly It's what they other pay the nice big bucks things. for. You're mm. definitely other nice things. Oh, definitely. Sweet. All right. Thank you. Well, Maya, shall we? Absolutely. All right, let's tune in.
Hello, this is Maya, and you're listening to Maya Explaining. On today's episode, I have with me a special guest from my childhood, my friend Crystal Kobayashi. Crystal is a librarian at the Missoula Public Library. She's also a Supernatural fan and leader slash participant in GISH, the greatest international scavenger hunt, which has raised over a million dollars for charity, cleaned thousands of beaches worldwide, and all around has made a huge impact on the world. Crystal has an enormous heart, a generous soul, and a filthy mind. All very important things to have. She's a mother, a wife, and an amazing friend. I'd like to I'd like to thank Crystal for allowing me into her home to record this episode with her. Crystal, welcome to the pod and say hello to the peoples. Hello. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I hope I can live up to your description of me. Um, I mean, you are all those things. I was talking to someone a couple of days ago about how you are the best gift giver? I try. It's not that you give big, giant, elaborate gifts. It's that you give thoughtful presents, like a package of portable spam. It was important. I love that. You might need it someday in your purse. You know what? There was a uh, there was a time. It was like maybe a month or so ago, where I was really, really thinking about breaking into that. <laughs> And then um, I was like, this isn't an emergency. It's true. Just because you want spam right now, that's not an emergency. But Go to the store. Did you have the flat iron to heat it up, though? Like the no. Oh, what? I mean, you got to toast the spam. You can't just eat it straight out of the package. The f- I never thought about a flat iron, though. Yeah, that's... Ooh. It's the best oh. device. I like it. I like it. Well, I was making I was making spam and rice uh, balls. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to just use one of the spam things as just a little, like, a little experiment to just try it out. Right. And then I was like, now nah, I'm just going to buy spam. Yeah. Spam is more expensive than you think. It is. You have to catch it on sale. Yeah. Anyway, so this is the spam. It's- actually, the spam website or uh, podcast. The spam um, podcast. Yes. <laughs> so Crystal and I both have chest colds. So that's awesome so between us we have two working lungs between the two of us so we are gonna do our best to push through this today's episode is dexter and you love dexter correct i really liked dexter i will not say i loved Dexter, especially with rewatching it did you i will say there were things i noticed that were problematic that i maybe hadn't noticed before but I, i will say it's a show that i i enjoyed most of Hmm. There were some seasons I enjoyed more than others. Now, I am a fan of murder. I mean... Not really murder. So somebody (laughs) said that exactly that way. And I was like, "Mm," because I like true crime. Right. But not like, I'm not saying like I would love it if somebody I knew got murdered. I just find all of those TV shows and podcasts really, really interesting. Oh, me too. And so there is a part of me that was really hoping that I was going to love this. And I don't think that that happened. Don't That's think fair. that that happened. But I'm going to tell you what I think Dexter is about. Okay. Man, I wrote a very long synopsis, guys. All right. Dexter is the story of Dexter Morgan. He was abused uh, or something or something horrific happened to him as a child and something crisscrossed in his brain. In the first episode, we see he is a low emotion sociopath who kills other killers and only if they get away with killing um, or if they kill kids. Anyway, he's a killer. His adopted father, Harry, taught him how, who, and where to kill so he wouldn't kill anyone innocent. 
Dexter has a sister named Deborah, who is a police officer, and Dexter works in forensics. Deb really wants to work in homicide and not in vice. There's a lot of gross misogyny in the department. Shocker. Lots of weird slut jokes mm, about yeah. her pretending, or because she has to Pretend dress to as a, a prostitute. prostitute. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's kind of bleh. The show is set in Miami, Florida. There is a killer that has an ice truck. I'm assuming he's called Iceman or Ice Truck Killer or something. They're going to catch him, and he will be related to Dexter in some way. These are my guesses. Dexter has a girlfriend named Rita, who seems very nice, and has two kids. She was killed by someone after she gives birth to her and Dexter's son, Harrison. Very nice name. uh, Who was named after his adopted dad, Harry. I have no clue what happened to her other children. Maybe they live with an aunt or something. Seems shitty. Throughout this show, Dexter kills bad guys in gruesome ways and almost gets caught a few times, but never does. Either the killer dies or the right person finds out and protects him. That's probably a big chunk of the show. Dexter has many attachments, and it seems throughout the series that he has true emotional feelings for them. Or the most similar approximation. There's a captain lady, whose name I never caught, who has the hots for Dexter, but Deb kills her after she finds out the truth about Dexter, I think, that he kills the serial killers towards the very end of the series. She probably did uh, some very important things, and viewers had an emotional attachment to her, and when she died, it was very shocking. There's a lady named Hannah that Dexter is in love with, but she's wanted by the U.S. Marshals and some guy who is the guy who played Powder. Shoot, now I forgot his name. Sean, Sean Patrick, Patrick Flannery. Flannery. Yeah. Character's name is Elway, though, for crimes of some sort. But probably not too bad, because Dexter and Deb like her, and Dexter is cool with her being around his son, so she probably didn't murder kids. He seems to have a soft spot for kids. Dexter and Hannah are going to run away to Rio with Harrison so she can be safe and they can be together. But things keep getting in the way. There's a bad guy named Oliver Saxon. He's the son of a doctor person, I think, that either helped Harry or vice versa in regards to having a child who desires to kill. But Saxon is bad news and kills his mom and kills the marshal and shoots dead. Dexter sends Harrison and Hannah ahead of him to Rio and then so that they can get away. But Deb has a stroke and is brain dead. Saxon is caught by the police and Dexter tricks him into attacking him so that he can kill him in front of the cameras. His friends mostly buy it. They assume his weird behavior is because of his sister and not because he is a murderer. It didn't seem very believable to me that his friends were like, "Woo, that's weird. Anyway, because I would have been like, what the fuck? Then he goes to the hospital, disconnects Deb from life support and takes her body on a boat. I don't know why. Then he drives them both into Hurricane Laura. He places her body in the water and the boat goes in the storm. Everyone is sad. His son is abandoned. And then Dexter shows up in some logging town with a beard and looking even more like a serial killer. And he stares at the camera all creepy-like. And that's what Dexter is about. All right. How did I do? You did pretty well. I would say there are uh, large chunks of character development that happen over various seasons to get him to the point where he feels emotion. Yes, because there was such a dramatic shift Mm -hmm. from the first episode to the last episode as far as feelings and acting on those well, one, him even having romantic feelings. Right. Well, they, they make a point in the, the pilot of talking about how he doesn't actually have feelings and how he's pretending, you know. Yeah, or kind of... like even with uh, with his sister, he's mm-hmm. like, I, you know, he want, he doesn't want anything bad to happen to her. Right. He, 
cares about what happens to her, but he doesn't actually love her. Right. And I'm like, and so I was confused and also kind of disappointed that they made him actually feel love. I feel like it would have been better if he never felt anything because most sociopaths don't develop emotion. Right. It's just who they are and how their brains work. He can, he could still be functioning and have relationships and care about what happens to his son and to Hannah and to his sister. But it seemed like they want that the TV makers wanted to, they wanted to make him more likable. That was exactly what I was going to say. And frankly, I'm very sorry, Michael C. Hall, but you're creepy. You're creepy, man. He is creepy. And that's why he made such a good character I'm for sure, Dexter. I am sure he's a really nice guy. Like, I in don't know. real life. He's creepy. <laughs> but he's creepy. He has this weird vibe to him. In Six Feet Under, he had also a weird vibe to yeah. him. Not that those two characters are anything alike. Because they aren't. I haven't seen Six Feet Under. Of. Sorry. Oh, well, he plays a... Um, he works at Mortuary. He, right. Yeah. He's, uh, that's what he does. Right. So, you know, running a funeral home and that type of thing, being dour and kind of sad and having to be around dead bodies all the time, that kind of creepy thing, it worked out. It worked okay for that. And, and even being creepy on the show was good, but I just, I didn't buy it that people were friends with him. Right. That anyone would be friends with him other than people who had to be friends with him. Like his sister. It, it just didn't, it didn't connect that like anybody would be like, oh, we like you, Dexter. Right. Because. Well, and I think that at least in the beginning of the show, it does, you do see that no one is really close to him and no one is really his friend. Mm-hmm. He has coworkers. He puts on a front and he, you know, pretends to be the good guy bringing in donuts every day and mm-hmm. um, making jokes and puts that persona on, but he's, he doesn't have any close friends, really. He's. Set apart. Yes. Which I think maybe he should have stayed that way. Yeah. I think maybe that would have been better. I mean, I'm not, I am, I am, I'm not saying that I am, like, that I could have written this show better. Because I don't think I could have. But there were things that maybe I would have preferred. I can agree with that. Because, I mean, it was kind of like, well, shit, dude. What the fuck? Right. What, yeah, I mean, what, what, what watching are you from doing? just what the pilot to the last episode, it definitely, there's a big shift in the character, and it, I don't know that it worked with everything His motivation, his motivation, I could not find out exactly where it was, but I do have some guesses. All right. So, right now, I'm going to ask you five questions. Okay. This is the part of the show that I call five questions to clear things up. The time in the show where the splainer, me, gets to ask the guestbert, you, five questions and five questions only to clear up any and all confusion. Okay. Warning, this may cause further confusion. (laughs) So my first question is, what happened to Rita and her kids, her two kids? Well, later, I believe it was third season, uh, they introduce a killer called the Trinity Killer who's played by John Lithgow. And he's amazing in this role. That's okay. like one of the best seasons that ever happens. So um, Dexter kind of goes undercover with his family and pretends to integrate with his church because this guy is like a church leader and puts on a persona of being a, a family man and 
I don't know, pillar of the community type. Okay. And Dexter finds out that he's actually a serial killer and he's got this pattern and all these things that happen. And I believe it's the finale of season three. Dexter comes home after having dealt with the Trinity killer and everything and finds Rita dead in the bathtub with their son sitting in the pool of blood next to her. It was shocking. It so, was so so the they killer, were married. They were married. They got married. Okay. They had a son together. And um, so it was the two of them with so her then, two kids. Yeah, they did start having child. sex apparently. They, they did start having sex, yes. Okay. Even though Dexter thought it was weird at first, um, apparently eventually enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I, I know, found that I found that I found that uh, extremely funny and interesting. Uh, just his like his distaste not, for his the whole distaste thing. For, yeah. for yeah that because it was it's gross and messy and he didn't want anything to do with that right because the only gross messy thing that he was into is blood is blood yeah right and so other things like that are just Ooh. human bodily functions yeah. are gross to him and I mean I saw that he obviously got over that he did with Hannah yeah um, and some others throughout the seasons but we can talk about that later so okay uh, so he had her kids and they went they went to live with I'm sorry, I don't remember. They went to live with a relative. Like an aunt or something. An, yeah, That's an, aunt what or, I thought. an aunt or a grandparent, I can't yeah. remember which. And I figured that Harrison. they just got sent off. Yeah, and he had Harrison. It seems so sad I that know. he... I mean, because in the first episode, it seemed as if he had a pretty good relationship. He did. With those kids, and he was their stepfather. Yeah. He is their he is stepfather. Their stepfather. Yeah. And the fact that he kept one of the kids and sent the other two off, I'm like, wow, that sucks. I yeah. mean... That seems on brand for you, though, Dexter, because right. technically, they're you not, suck. Well, technically, he sucks. Well, and they're not his children, so he doesn't feel an attachment to them the same way he does to Harrison. I right. Think. And because he is a sociopath, and, yes. and he has uh, you know some crisscrosses in, in his brain, it probably made perfect sense to him. Right. And was the right thing to do. And probably was the right thing to do. For the kids. Although he probably should have also sent off his Har- Harrison, because... Yeah. Well, his parents are dead. He's only got Deb mm-hmm. and himself. But so he could have sent. Then all three siblings could have been together. They could have. I like suppose that as it have. is now, little Harrison, growing up in Rio with a woman with, who's not his mother. Yeah, and he probably will never see his siblings, or he won't see them probably till he's an adult. Right. And decides to go back to America because right. because. Hannah can't go back to the U.S. No. Because she is wanted by the U.S. Marshals. Yeah. Right. Okay, now, question two was, was the ice truck man killer, what did they call him? The ice truck killer. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. Good guess. Oh, hey. Was he related to Dexter in any way? He was. That's a very excellent uh, deduction on your part. I don't quite know how you got there, but uh, probably because he... He left the little gifts for Dexter. And it seems, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this seems personal. Yes. So so Dexter had a brother who uh, was an older brother, and he was present also when uh, their mother was killed. So he is also a crazy serial killer because oh. of witnessing everything that happened to her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, he... So his mo- so his mother was murdered. His in mother front was murdered, murdered in, in front of him, like a shipping container in front of him. And so, uh, Harry, his dad, found the two boys in like a mess of blood in the shipping container. And so that's why Dexter has a thing with blood. Oh, and it's probably why there was almost a, a probably an image sort of thing when Harrison 
was found in, the, in a puddle, puddle of blood, blood yep. next, next that was to his from, mother. And that was the whole, that was a very traumatic thing for Dexter to see because it was a repeat of what had happened to him yes. in his own childhood. Okay. Um, also, his brother was a prosthetic maker and was involved with Deborah. They got involved in a relationship during the first season. Mm. And so there was a, a twist there as far as what happened with him and Dexter. Oh. So... Yes. Did he get killed? He did. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. There's a lot of killing in Dexter, if you hadn't noticed. I mean. uh, and also, who was the, that, that old lady? Who the fuck was that old lady? Um, the the um, uh, Oliver Saxon's mom. She, so she shows up very late in the series, and she was a psychologist, I believe, mm-hmm. who was helping Harry. He helped him, she helped him develop the code for Dexter and how to deal with his urges. Okay, good. Yeah. I That's what I thought it was, yeah. because then she, and then she probably did the same thing with her psycho son or um or did she not do that to, she with, her didn't do that with her psycho son if i remember right it's been a while since I maybe watched they that had, entire season maybe they had two separate um, psycho sons and they, they were both doing an experiment sons, basically like yes. one follows the rules and one um i think sucks. that she thought her son was okay and then he came back later and he was he cut chunks out of people's brains he was pretty oh, messed whoa. up yeah he was I can't remember what they called him, like the brain surgeon or something like that. And like, he opened up people's skulls and took out brain chunks and that was his MO. Wow, like Siler. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a That's hero. a throwback reference. That's a, a reference to Heroes, yes. the TV show. Yep. Uh, check that out, guys. It's, uh, it's all right. It's all I mean, it's all right. I'm, it's, it's It fine. starts strong. Put it that it way. does. Um, and the, the, the sequel series, miniseries mm-hmm. was actually very good. Um, and that's all we'll say. <laughs> Yes. That's actually a show where I skip large portions of it and then just watch like the last couple of episodes. Uh, number four. This is right. a very important question. It okay. is very important that I know this. Were Dexter and Deborah fucking at any time during this show? Um, any period during this series? Were they lovers? I need I to know. I just want to know how you figured that out. Because of the weird, creepy ass way that he was like, I'm so sad that you're dead and that carried her body. It was like a lover, like right. a lost, dead lover. And I was really getting some weird vibes about that. I didn't get anything beforehand until she was un- in- until she was dead right. or, or right. almost dead when he disconnected her from life support and was like touching her face and stuff. I'm like, I mean, I am a person with siblings. You are a person with yes. a sibling. I don't caress the face of my no. siblings that way. So even if they're ill and they have been, yeah, that's, that's a little on the creepy side. I will yeah. say, uh, I would I, say, so there's another season, um, where they have six or seven, um, which is a, another really good season. Colin Hanks is in it, and he does an amazing job Colin as Hanks. a religious, um, crazy person. Um, but Deborah finds out about Dexter, and she she has inappropriate feelings for Dexter. I would say, um, just because of everything she's been through, and she she realizes she's in love with him, and it's just Deb. Weird. Deb, I know. After everything that's happened, she's gone through. She's had many relationships that ended badly with people dying and she decides that she's in love with her brother deb seems real like that most of her decisions are really trauma informed yes she did seem that way from the very beginning and then also the 
you don't really get to spend a lot of time with her in that last episode because right. she's, she's died, shot exactly. and then she's and then she's like oh, I'm getting better and then she's, and then she's not. Um, I feel like they did such a disservice but, to her character with the ending of that show. I well, mean, to just kill her off like she doesn't. She was a like a plot piece. They fridged her is what it's is what the 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 trope is called. Okay. It's, you know, killing a character to serve the narrative of the right. story. She doesn't matter. Right. And that well, I and think after, sucks. I think I don't know. I think after everything that she went through with Dexter and everything that he went through with her and having feelings for her for them to just kind of discard her that way was just I, I hate to see that happen, particularly with female characters, because it happens so much that their death is only to serve the development of another character. I think, I mean, if anything, maybe it would have been cool if Hannah had died and then Deb and Dexter went to Rio to raise Harrison. I could have seen that. I mean, maybe as aunt and uncle or, or as, as right, a, maybe as, not as, as a an couple, aunt. right? Not as a couple, but as an aunt and like, I'm here for you, Dexter. And this is just going to be. You know, right? We're just gonna be we're a blended, gonna, blended well, we family don't have, and do this. We yeah. don't have any other family, and it's just <clears throat> us, right? I I felt like it was a weak plot point okay. to have her have those feelings for him, also, just because it's it's once again it's it's not serving her character; it's giving him. It more development. seemed like maybe it was like some icky shock factor. Yeah, um, I kind of feel that way. Toward the end of the series, they kind of tended toward that. Just you to know, they wanted to give it like keep a it going. Game of Thrones twisty type of thing, so we'd be like, "Ooh, right, yeah, oh, it's his sister. What is he doing?" It's Even like though they're not Italy. related, they're not blood related, so it's not. But they're as gross. But it is. There is definitely a taboo. Absolutely, there. it's not as gross, but it's know, still man. not okay. Although, really funny. This is of this weekend of watching television shows. I did think it was funny that like two out of the three shows that I watched this uh, for this week had incest somewhere in what them. was the other show uh uh arrested development oh yeah i mean so but it right. is it's, it is but it's not in the i mean way. he's got a big crush on his cousin and right yeah and it's, it's, um yeah and but i did watch parenthood and thankfully huge family show no incest oh wow that's refreshing i think again i've only seen the first episode in the last <laughs> episode <laughs> right so I'm really, really hoping that there is no gross incest because I actually liked it. I feel so like I'm that would keep ruin the show. It. Oh gosh! I mean, now Peter Krause and Lauren Graham are married in real life and right. play brother and sister on the show, and that is the closest that you get to incest. Oh, interesting fact! Actually, the actress who plays Deborah and the actor who played Dexter were married at the beginning of Dexter, and they got divorced during the course of the show. He actually helped her through cancer treatment, also. So he's actually a stand-up guy, Michael C. Hall. Right. I. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's but, probably nice. He just puts off that creep vibe. It's just really interesting that they started out married, got divorced during the show, and continued to play as brother and sister. Sister, and then became lovers later in the show when they were no, when they were when no they longer. Were no longer together. Together. I think that that is interesting. And hey, more power to him. I'm always happy to hear when two people can act like adults right and can and and can work together yeah uh what's his face and what's her face in sherlock they broke up during that last season and 
they had to do he had to deal with her and deal with her dying right and and their divorce and 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 they also were 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 divorcing during that period of time that how that affects how they play the characters that would be easier or harder i think maybe colored it a little bit but i thought it was really good um interesting very nice quite powerful last question so Dexter shows up in Milltown, we'll say. Yes. <laughs> kind of reminded me of Milltown. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's uh, just outside of Missoula for, 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 for you all. Love um, Milltown. But uh, do you think he uh, he kept killing now that he's alone? And and follow up, do you think he was following Harry's rules if he did, if he Gosh, did continue That's a good killing? question. I don't think he could stop. I think that it's such a compulsion in him that, yes, he had to keep killing. And I think that the only way that he could see... A path to continue life would be to move someplace like Oregon or wherever it was that he was. Alaska. I don't know where it was. But to be... Who's in Milltown, Montana? Milltown, Montana. We'll say that. Um, To be as far away from Harrison and Hannah as possible so that he could continue to live his life. Because I think as much as he developed feelings for both of them, I think that his... They call it his dark passenger. His dark passenger was stronger. And I think he did continue killing, but I don't think he could do it without the code. So, yes, I think he continued killing. I think and he kept following Harry's code. Following Harry's code. Maybe there are a lot of loggers who are serial killers and we just don't know, right? Well, the thing that I kept thinking of is like, this is going to be a lot harder for you, Dexter, because right now you look like a serial killer. Right. You look like someone who is going to murder a whole bunch of people. Right. But if you look at all the other people in that final scene, they all look that way. So he's blending. Maybe he's, maybe they're all serial killers. Uh, it's possible. Maybe he's like in a little serial killer town. Like maybe. a, like a, a commune? A commune? Where would they get their victims though? Well, they would go out. Right. And recruit people. I mean, I guess it's And possible. they would like find thinking... their, they would do their thing, but then they would like have a community of, of people that um, they have no feelings for. Right. Maybe. <laughs> well, I guess the it's thing It's important it... to have a community. It is important, even if you're a serial killer. Even if you're a serial killer. People still need people. Yeah. I guess I was thinking about, so there there are so many murders that happen, particularly in Canada, uh, on that stretch of highway that's kind of buried oh, yeah. through Alberta uh-huh. and British Columbia. And so that was what that kind of made me think of, was like, maybe he could blend in there, but most of those victims are not also killers. So maybe he could track down the killers that well, are killing people. Well, that's what I was people. like, is, is this going to be like... Um, Okay, I'm going to make some, like, 80s references here. Is this going to be, like, David Bruce Banner hitchhiking along the highway? Right, looking sad. Doom, 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 doom. That was what I thought of when I first watched it. (laughs) Actually, it's it's so corny. It's just such a... He's, like, going to travel from town to town, killing killers and making people's lives better. Yeah, maybe. I mean, why not? I guess it's something to do. And and then I was like, actually, I might watch that. I would probably watch that, too. I I think it would be better than the last season of Dexter. I would watch a story about a serial killer who travels from town to town, killing killers. And when he kills the killers, people find out that he killed the killer but they're but cool they're okay with, with it. it. They're like, okay, we're gonna like pretend like you didn't do anything. Right. But there's gonna be some secret, you know, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery guy who's, Who finds who's, out. who's trying to chase him, and he goes to the town, and everyone's like, Dexter, who? Yeah, we don't know anything about this. His name was Tangerine Stephen King. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just looking just at naming things, off things, things I see. Here. There's a book, and then there's Sharknado a, Panda Face. There's a Tangerine McCroy, so that's where I. Go. <laughs> 
This is Tangerine Stephen King, and he lives in this town. Right. And he's gone now. He's he, gone he moved now. On. He moved on. I mean, he helped us a lot. Um, he helped my son build a treehouse. Yeah. He dug a well for us over dug here. Dug a well. Oh, so he didn't kill that guy? No. What he, guy? I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh, what guy? Oh, the guy who's disappeared? I, 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 um, I'm always a fan of forensic type of things, and mm-hmm. so I did like that he was very neat. Yeah. I mean, he made a lot of super effort. messy and gross, but also very right. neat. Right, and that's part of the um, method in the code was that, you know, you needed to keep it contained and do all the things, and there's mm-hmm. a, po- a point at which he gets, well, almost gets caught in a later season uh, when they find the bags of body parts in the ocean, which is... Oh, is that Pretty so? He would go picture. onto his boat. Yeah, they didn't really around. show that in the first episode, but that's what he does. So he wraps up the body parts after and saran wrap. Yep, and then dumps them in the ocean. That's where he takes his boat out. Very clever. Mm-hmm. And he's like a fisherman, right? So, so people are like, oh, so people just think he's, he's going out on his boat, fish, right? And he's dumping parts. Yes. You know what? Now it seems even shittier what he did to. Uh, I know. Deborah's just out death. there with all the others. He dumped her. Mm-hmm. I know. She deserved he better. Even, he didn't even take some of her blood. Yeah. Well, he didn't... I mean, I guess he did technically kill her. Oh, he but, totally killed her. I mean, he ended, he ended... He ended her for, functions, her, like, right. her breathing. Right, but she was basically clinically dead anyway. Oh, yeah. Without, yeah. you know, um, intervention. I don't know why he killed her. I don't know why he had to kill her. I think it was a loose end her. that he needed to tie up because she was... I mean, they said that her brain function was was gone and she wasn't going to be able to be deb anymore and i think he just felt as though it was his responsibility to to kill her her. yeah all right i'm gonna make you a promise and if uh some serial killer shoots you and then you have a stroke and then you're gonna be brain dead i will not kill you and take your body out to the ocean you know i kind of wish you would though maybe not the ocean but i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna leave that job to your husband she didn't have anybody else. Though. I mean, she had a boyfriend. I guess she had Quinn. But yeah. he, he didn't count. He wasn't, like, family. He wasn't anybody that could make those decisions for her. He could have. I mean, she he, said yeah. she loved him. That was, like, the I last... Mean, I suppose. That yeah. was, like, the last thing that she said to him. Right. Which was really sweet. But then it seemed like that relationship was sort of pushed aside and didn't matter as opposed to the her larger relationship with her and Dexter, which I thought was sad and gross i could see that because she had moved on and he had moved on i'm gonna say that whatever the affair that they had it was a lapse in judgment and then they both got over it they treated it that way um like well we should never have done that and that was really bad and that we move on that's pretty much what happened yeah and that it just should have stuck with that i mean it just seems like he was still hung up on her well, it I think sounds she's... like he was still hung up on her. Like she was the one who got away, and I'm like, but that's your sister. I think it's more that she was the only connection he had left to his like his family. I mean, he has which a son, nice. which is you know he he had to raise him or or not in this case because he left him. Um, but she was kind of the last connection to their parents and to everything that he Do his he... old life. No, this is outside of the. The five questions. I've asked my five questions, but do you think that he... Why do you think he left Hannah and and uh, little Harrison? Hmm. That is a good question. Because he could have he gone he to Rio gone, yeah. and kept killing, had a boat, 
gone out into the water. I'm sorry, guys. I don't actually know the geography of Rio de Janeiro. I'm a little confused because they were I don't know how going close to go to Argentina. To and then they were going to Rio. Rio. So I'm not sure where they actually were going to end up. Yeah, that's where I was confused, too. Because they did <clears> say, they said Rio a whole bunch. <clears> and <throat> then they said Argentina. And I was like, Argentina doesn't has, have an extradition treaty? Maybe. I don't Does know. Rio have a I don't know. That's I don't know. Question. And I'm like, I don't know where you guys are going. But wherever they're going... I feel like he could have kept on killing and had his family. I think that's true, but I think with he was kind of trying to cut ties and start over, which... But why? I it didn't make a lot of sense, I think, uh, after he... Because he had already planned to leave. He had put in his notice at the department and all of that. That was yeah. all arranged. He was leaving with Hannah. And then he killed... Saxon? Yes. yes. Oliver Sorry. Saxon. The, name, the names are eluding me right now. Um, so he killed Saxon, and I think even though they technically said they bought it, I think he was concerned that it was going to come back in some way, part of that. But I think he was just trying to leave everything behind because he realized that he wasn't ever going to be able to just live a normal life. Which is weird, because he and Hannah were both killers, so... I don't... Yeah. I don't know. She, she Hannah, was aware of his yes. other activities. Yes. Um, she was a murderer herself, so, yeah. Like a serial killer? Or just yeah. she had killed so some? she... She has kind of a weird story with um, a husband, and they poison people and that kind of thing. And so oh, she was okay. like a poisoner, murderer. Which is so that's a, why the marshals were after a common her. form of um, murder for women. For women. Is, yeah. is poisoning. Right. See, like, even more so, I'm like... Actually, they could have been like a killing family. Right? And Harrison could have grown they could up have, learning the yeah, trade. Training him up or training him to not kill people, whatever. I mean, yeah, I maybe was... maybe something weird crisscrossed in, in, in Harrison's brain because he was He experienced the same trauma as same Dexter trauma. as a yeah. small child. So, I, I, him going off on his own did not make a lot of sense. No, I, did, I never thought uh, it did either. It, it, I mean, lots of shows have stupid dumb endings like yeah, that where this you're one like was bad. you know like uh how we met your mother has a terrible ending you guys know i'm right it has a terrible ending i can't speak to that i've never so actually stupid. watched that show so stupid uh, but i've seen plenty of other shows that had terrible endings uh so i do agree that this was a bad one and i think that they could have done much better by both deb and dexter's characters yeah it seems like they needed to end the show really quick it and then be. they were like, uh, mm, just what do we do? something in there. And... Well, it, it could have been that they were in the middle of trying to figure out something, but then they had to just cut it short. Could be. Because that's, it did seem incomplete. It seemed incomplete. I agree. Not that I wanted more series, but I just wanted it wrapped up a little neater. Yeah, I can um, agree with that. Okay, so now I would like to ask you to state a very brief case as to... Whether or not I should or should not watch this show from the beginning to the end. Okay. Well, first of all, I think that you should watch the show from beginning to end. And I think so because you do have an interest in true crime, serial killers, etc. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very niche as far as that goes. It is gruesome, which if, you know, if you're not into that, then I can understand that. But I don't think mm-hmm. that bothers you. I think that... It's not so much for Dexter's development, but for watching the other characters that he interacts with in the later seasons. Because there are some amazing okay. performances in the show by Jimmy Smits and by... I love um, Jimmy Smits. John Lithgow, by Colin oh. Hanks. Like, those are the three big ones that stick out to me. They're just really 
great characters and they're interesting as far as killers go. So they're not just, you know, your typical, oh, you know, this guy's going to go and serial kill a bunch of people. Like, they they have different motivations and they, their performances and just the way that they portray the characters are really good. And I think that you would really enjoy that. Hmm. Um, I would say you could probably watch all the way up to like season seven and then just skip the last season because it really was not that good. Oh. You don't need to know. I mean, you've seen the end at this point. I know how it ends. The stuff uh, that happens in the at the end of like the final season is just, I, I felt like it was weak. And okay. I now, enjoyed the I do part. have to say that before we recorded this, I did have an opinion of I will never watch this show because it's stupid. But the more that you have told me about this, I do find it intriguing. And I think that my decision is more of a, I might check it out. But I might check it out the way that I was checking out How I Met Your Mother. Which is, I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to watch it out of order and when I feel like it. I think that's fair. And because sometimes a gal wants to watch her murder shows. That's fair. And so I might do something like that. I am interested in seeing what kind of killer that nice Hanks boy is going to turn it's, into. It was fabulous. I did not expect his character to grab me like it did, but it was really well done. Especially I, because he's a Hanks. I will and say, they're all nice. Yeah, they're all good kids. Yeah. All those Hanks boys. Mm-hmm. I will say that there are big chunks of certain seasons that I felt like were just worthless. There's a storyline that happens with Dexter where he almost gets caught by Rita and says that Rita is the the wife. Is the wife. Yes. Okay. So um, he says he's an addict and starts going to to meetings. um, Basically explains away his his murder addiction as a drug addiction to try to cover for himself. I guess. And he ends up getting involved with this woman who's a pyromaniac and that's her addiction and it's... I felt like it was just a worthless storyline. Like, Dexter, who doesn't have feelings, suddenly is, you know, feeling things for this woman. And I, I don't know. For the pyromaniac. For the pyromaniac. Did and he have an affair? Yeah. I think that a lot of the relationships that he has in later seasons with women are just, they're not interesting. I have to say it doesn't make any sense for Dexter to have an affair. Right. As a As a... As a sociopath, as a right. high-functioning sociopath, it makes no sense for him right. to make a decision like that when because had that, no... that could crumble everything right. that this he was facade trying. that he's built. Yeah, why would he go cheat on... It didn't make sense. When he doesn't really love his wife. Right, and he, sex is not really a big motivator for him, so... Yeah, it yeah. didn't make sense to me for the character. Um, since, yeah, I'm like, well, you don't like the emotional... You have no emotional connection and you're not into sex, so why have an affair? Right. Because I've never had an affair. No. But I imagine that those are the key motivators of someone who is having an affair. You would think so, right? Some type of emotional connection and sex, I think, are necessary. Right, right. And so... One or the other or both, for or whatever both. reason. For but whatever reason. But he doesn't reason, have a reason to have either of those things. So it's like, why, what do you... It, it just seems like the writers, the writers wanted... I think they wanted the audience to... To go on this journey, but they didn't have enough confidence in the audience to follow someone who doesn't have feelings the way that they do. I could see that. Someone who is so different. So... They wanted him to be a little bit more like, oh, I know it. I like that. Relatable. Yeah, relatable. So there are books that this TV show is based off of. 
the, through the whole seri- book oh. series, which I've also read. So I may be a little mixed up in, in some so of the So would things. you say that the book series is much better? Yes. I would say the book series is better. It gets a little weird about, I think, the third book. There's a, a section where they kind of try to turn the dark passenger into an actual entity. Um mm. But then they scrap it and go back to it just being part of Dexter, which makes way oh, more like sense. Oh, like a part of his brain is like, come on, just go cute. Yeah, like it's a demon or something. But then the writer just scrapped it and went on. But the okay. books are, they they explain kind of the inner workings of Dexter's brain a little better as far as um, the way that he covers up and the way that he, you know, pretends to be like everyone else and all of that. So- and I think that there's a lot less of the relationship nonsense in the books. Which I'm, I'm going to amend my decision. I probably will not watch the TV series, but I might read those books. Yeah, they're worth read. Because uh, sure. I, I like books better. I always like books. Yeah, I always too. like the me book too. better. And to find out that there is a book, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I think I there just, are six I might or seven just books check in the series. Six or seven? Yeah. Dang, okay. Yeah, and it, it, the series, the TV series follows, I think, the first book, and then after that it completely diverges, so there's a lot of difference. Oh, nice. Very nice. I did enjoy Actually, it more. That's that's kind of helpful to me. Mm-hmm. And it is possible that I'll read the book series, and then maybe, because I'm a nerd and like to compare things, I will watch the, yeah. the TV series that's after what that. I but the books, do. I do like books, you know. I'm seeing on your shelf that you have uh, Charlene Harris, and I read all of those Southern Vampire Chronicles. I did too. The last and then were awful. And then yes, uh, and then I watched them. I read those all, and then I watched the TV series, right? Which at many points upset me, but it was fine. Yeah, was like, that's kind of how I feel about that's it. That's how I feel about True Blood. Yeah, it's fine. That, I mean, there were good points and bad points, and kind of everything in between with that series. I felt like. Definitely. Um, but the books, I enjoyed the first few, and then it kind of just petered out. And... Well, Crystal, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on my podcast. Do you have anything that you want to plug, or that you want people to do, or listen to, or think about, or whatever? I am not really a plugger for much things, but I, I will say that um, supporting your local library is very important. Um, I know it sounds corny, but we do a lot in the community, and offer a lot of things that people don't even know about. So if you can, uh, use your library, first of all, and let people know that we are still relevant, we're still valid, we still do a lot of stuff, and um, if you can donate, help out wherever you can. Look at that. Also, vote. Yes. Because not only does voting help anyway, voting can help support your public library. That's true. Voting is also very important so that everyone uh, has a voice. Yes, yes. And it doesn't matter... What your opinion is, and even if I disagree with you, you still need to vote. Do it. Um, So, guys, thanks so much. Uh, You can find me on my socials, at MyAsplaining on the Twitter and on the Instagram. And um, don't forget to download, subscribe, and please share this podcast with your friends if you like it. If you don't like it, like, don't worry about it. You don't have to share it with your friends. But you should like it. Maya's the best. I, I hope you do. I mean, it would be really weird if they were like, ugh, I hate this. You should w- listen to it. <laughs> I hate it, and I want you to hate listen to it, too. Hmm. I mean, I have done uh, that. must be I've a thing, actually right? done that I, I've done that. I've done that with shows, too. I'm like, this is so bad. You need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, oh, gosh. I really hope that none of you are hate listening to me. But, I mean, if you are, you're obviously having a good time hating me. And That's so... True. 
actually support that. That's fair. All right. Well, bye-bye. Bye. A Secret Weapon Production.